Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, where you stay at? No, I'm just saying, like, in, like what city? Oh, okay. That's expensive, you know. You got high rent. It's a high rent district, baby. You know what I'm saying? You need some support. <laughs> what? Baby, you need some support. You know what I'm saying? You need somebody to take some pressure off of you, baby. Baby, I'm saying you need some support, some moral, some moral or oral support. Which one? <laughs> Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno. You can find me on Instagram at pops.culture or on Twitter at Papa Omeno. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how are you doing today? I am alive and surviving. Man, like, dude, I had a, like, really good day. Not good day, I won't go that far. But I had, <laughs> <laughs> but I had a day where I was, like, I, I was vibing or whatever. I almost wanted to call him, like, yo, we got to record today. Like, I'm in the zone. Like, everything's going to hit. Like, um, we, we got to do this on Monday. Like, I was that I was in that much of the zone. 
And then, of, of course, two days pass and uh, Misery and company have joined forces and I'm here. <laughs> Man, you should hit me up. I was probably feeling good on Monday, too. Cause mon- Monday's my gym, one of my gym days, so I would have definitely been down to probably record then. If you, yeah, it was late afternoon, too. I was vibing. I had things in my brain. And I was like, yeah, I got to keep this rolling. And then Tuesday hits, and I'm like, I am not rolling. No one's rolling. Like, in order to feel that good, I have to be rolling. I'm all like, that's the only way. So now I'm in my brain. Yeah, I, I was fully functional. It was like that small window, two hours of the whole week. Um, but beyond that, I'm here. I'm alive. We talked about the floor. Unfortunate, fortunate, depends how you look on it. But I'm here. You are here, uh, and this is episode 103 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. It's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Appreciate the listens. Appreciate the people who continue to like. And I appreciate the people who interact with us about our podcast. But we're going to start today off with, I guess, the biggest news. Nicki Minaj's Vax tweet, which is probably one of the funniest tweets I've ever read in my life. If I could pull it up real quick, I will read it out to you guys. Uh, I have it saved. I was going to make the background on my phone. Um, <laughs> you would do something like that. Hold on. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friends got his friends got it and beca- became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bullied. Epic. Amazing. That's, I don't even know. Like that chef's kiss, just beauty right yeah. there. <laughs> I, uh, on, on so many different levels. I thought it was fake at first. Um, it's, it's amazing. I don't know. Like It just shows that once again, I think we've all realized that during the pandemic that celebrities are just as stupid or more stupid than we are. And like regular people, like I got a cousin who got a cousin who got a cousin, you know, said that this happened, which is the way of life. I think everyone lets, um, what's it called? Get to them. Um, not personal stories, but you know, things that ignorance. No, like, no, when you say like some, like their personal antidotes, like, you know, their despite statistics and everything, if you know, oh, like, a yeah, couple, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, I think we're all vulnerable to it. Like, they're gonna be like, oh, like, something's 100% safe. But if you know three people die from you, you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So that's the only reason I'm kind of easing up on her, but still. And then to watch her backtrack on Twitter, too. I don't know if you went to her feed afterwards. I, yeah, um, I've been following, I've been following some of her tweets. Calling and everyone hilarious. babe and like I'm just doing the the re- like fuck like how do you how do you know as a celebrity just is not stay away from the vaccine at this point and any discussion with that because she was getting dragged. Um, honestly, people were more mad at that than her husband being a sex offender, which is also kind of funny. So that was interesting to watch. So it's funny that you mentioned that because I have a theory <laughs> towards this because uh, her husband is a sex offender. And he recently got charged for failing to register as one in California. So they moved to California and he was supposed to get registered there. And it's been, I think, over a year and he didn't. So they ended up getting or he ended up getting charged. He had to go to court. He ended up pleading guilty towards the charge. 
Now he faces a possible up to 10 years in prison, I believe, or something like that. I'm not sure how much he's actually going to get, but once he does go to court and they do get a resolve, he is going to get probably some time. Or who knows, you know, if you're rich, you can usually, usually pay shit off and uh, not have anything bad happen to you. So with that news that recently came out, I actually think Nikki just tweeted this to get the heat off of her husband. Because Ooh. a lot because a lot of uh, a lot of news has been coming out about her in terms of her performing. She had a couple shows in certain areas. I think one of them was in I can't remember what city it was in, but she said that she had to cancel the show for uh, unidentified reasons. Oh, well, she couldn't do the Met Gala because she wasn't back. Yeah, she was saying that, uh, which I mean, maybe maybe that's true, I, I guess, possibly. Um, but she had a show that she did have planned and she couldn't tell us the reason why, according to her. But someone had realized, well, someone made a joke on Twitter saying, oh, it's probably due to the fact that the show venue is near a Chuck E. Cheese, which means that her husband can't be in the uh-huh. same vicinity because of his uh, charges. And then they did a Google search on the venue that it was supposed to be at. And lo and behold, I think it was like maybe 50 meters away. There was a Chuck E. Cheese in the area, which explains on why she probably couldn't say the reason for her canceling that show and not being able to do it. So with all that news coming out, I think she purposely tweeted all this bullshit out just to get the heat off of her husband, just so that his name isn't a huge story anymore. And all the attention is solely focused on her because she can get away with this shit. Like, Like you said, the backtracking has been hilarious. She's literally tweeted things saying that she's not in support of the vaccination or she needs to do more research or she's calling people idiots. And people will retweet or repost those tweets verbatim, word for word, (laughs) or or the pictures right there. And Nicki Minaj will reply saying, that ain't me. I never said that. Those words didn't come from me. Look at these media outlets lying about what I've been saying. And it's like, Nikki, the tweets are right there. You didn't delete them. Like, they're still visible. So, I don't know. I think she's just doing this as a huge ploy. Because I know Nikki's, like you said, I know people have those moments where, you know, someone near you is a personal <laughs> anecdote. But I don't think that Nikki is that stupid. Like, I know celebrities can be dumb and when they give their opinions. For example, Summer Walker is probably one of, like, the worst celebrities to have on your side. And she was someone who agreed with Nicki Minaj on this situation. Um, Coming from a woman who almost gave her children rickets because of the fact that she only feeds them like kale and some other like spinach. So they're not getting enough nutrients and shit like that. But that's that's another story. Yeah. So she, she agreed with her. So I know that, I know that celebrities are definitely not always the ones you look up to in circumstances like this. But I think Nikki's smarter than this, and I think that she's just playing this up for the fact that she's trying to protect her husband. She seems like someone who would do that for her husband. So that's my take on the situation. But I, don't, I mean, I don't even know because, like, I don't know. She's, man, she's the worst, though, like, admitting she always does the backtrack, though, that we, like, that has, like, such a hard tr- time admitting that they've said or done anything wrong. Uh and it was just, I've seen that so many times from her. It's just so, I don't know, she's such a painful person sometimes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, she does seem like she can be really, uh... She's like, just fucking just the worst. The worst. But I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in the mindset. Here's the thing. I've, what I've started to realize is, I think, like, in order to get that magnitude of a celebrity with the Drake, the Nikki, like, even Drake, like, you know, there's something, like, there's some screws loose with Drake there, too. Like, oh, yeah, most sure. su- Superstars, like, 
you have to be an insane person to get that famous. Um, I think most of them, like some are better at hiding it than others. Like a Jay-Z, like seems like the coolest billionaire ever. But like, you've, you've got to be insane to get to that level of fame. Um, and I've actually had experience. I know a guy who, do you remember that guy? Do you remember that rapper called Hot Rod? No, I don't think. Okay, so I know this guy who signed a G unit for a bit. And so he got to mess with like Drake and Wayne and stuff. And he said, all these people who like are superstars, like the Waynes, the Drake, like are completely off the rocker, like full on narcissists think they like know everything. He's like, in order to get that big, like you have to have like complete supreme confidence, but also be like delusional. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I just think that, and we see, and then you see it, sometimes it leaks out when you have these celebrities talk. And I just think like when you have people who are big as, like Nicki Minaj and people are telling you you're always you're right and saying like Drake and like all those things like it just comes out so at this point I'm like I've learned to expect it rather than um <laughs> get surprised anymore because but Nicki seems like one of the worst at hiding it and a pretty unbearable person <laughs> um but I'm I'm yeah even that but that like so I'm trying to not get shocked but that like that I read that tweet so many times and like just my like, I was like oh my god like I can't believe she's actually saying this. That's even I wouldn't use that fucking lie on someone. Like it's the vaccine, babe. Like I'm discharging green stuff from my penis. Must be the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. So there is another element too where people are saying that that dude probably has an STD or STI, and it's that reason that his balls have swelled up to whatever gigantic level that they have. But they've used what well, he's sorry. He's used the vaccine as an excuse for it. Um, but your your message on Instagram, I think it was, was pretty hilarious. Like where you're like, oh yeah, chef's kiss on using the vaccine as a way to hide your STD. I can't believe I never thought about that. Which <laughs> is right up your wheelhouse. I'm surprised that you really haven't really thought about something Bro, like I've that. I've used yet, this vaccine. But... I've got Corona ten <laughs> times. Like I've used this vaccine to get out of every single possible thing <laughs> that you can imagine. I've missed like so many meetings and everything. I, the, the vaccine is the one I use. So I'm like, oh, I just got the vaccine. Like, didn't think it wiped me out. Like, I'll be. Oh yeah, yeah, that's smart. That's yeah, smart. Yeah. That's smart. And there's two doses of it, so like, ah, the second one. I think I've tripled up on people. Like, I'm getting the booster <laughs> shot now. Like, thank God for booster shots, you guys. Like, you know what I mean? And then now there's the Delta variant. Like, the Corona is one of the best things that ever happened in my life for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's so easy to get out of things, and no one can question it. Like, they, they yeah, that's true. Especially with this one, because people like. One, they're scared of it, and two, you can't really call someone out and not having it because you have to quarantine. So it's like it's not even like you could yeah. see the person out or whatever, right? And so. I'm be- yeah, you're supposed to be safe, safer than not. Like you're being considerate. Yeah, exactly. You're a good yeah. person. Better to be like that. So it's been a blessing. It's been an absolute blessing in my life. And I still wouldn't use the STD fact. I was like, that's a fucking bold move there too. And like, she's just putting this guy's news all out there. Like the fact that you might be impotent for a couple of weeks, your wife's leaving you. Like it's been three weeks and like, you can't get a heart on. So now <laughs> that she's not the one she's not it. Like I've been on enough meds and not get boners for longer than that. Right. If she's like, <laughs> she can't go three weeks. Like <laughs> I've gone months desert season. Okay. Like, so oh, for, for, for that to happen, it was like, you gotta be, there's a, there's so much to unwrap there. that We don't even, we take the whole podcast, like every yeah, facet I- and aspect of that, like the, just everything about that tweet, there was too much to unwrap for us to spend like any time on it. Well, there's been two major developments that also add a whole new layer to it. Tucker Carlson was saying that he wanted to get 
Nicki Minaj's friend onto whatever show that he has so that he could tell his story. Which is, like, what kind of world do we live in these days, man? Like, come on. I know it's, I know it's Fox News and their shit, but it's just like, we're so no, fucking... We're fo- Fossey so was, fucking lost, had to man. address it, too. He had to go on the news yesterday morning and talk about it. He had to waste <laughs> our time getting disease news to say that that has never happened. He had to take 25 seconds to address this and then it spread on Twitter again. We're so involved in all these things that don't really matter. Like in terms of like celebrities lives and celebrity news and all that shit and like entertainment in general, that this is the bullshit that we do have to address now because I mean, it's always been a thing. Like you've always kind of had people who are idiots and you kind of had to address them in those facets. But I think now it's just on a global scale, which is even bigger because of the fact that the internet connects all of us. So now it's even, it's an even bigger issue because of the fact that you can find it from anywhere in the world, not just like your local like area or country or city or whatever. Um, and then the second thing that happened is apparently the white house has invited her to talk about this thing that she's posted or whatever. Um, she's apparently going to be going out there to talk to them. I don't know if this is true, but this is based off her tweet that she recently posted. We truly live in the fucking most idiotic timelines of life. And like, I get yeah, the thing is like, if there are other, if there are other timelines, ours is definitely hands down, probably one of the worst. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The thing is, I, to a degree, I get it because like, you can't just ignore it because it does have an impact on, on it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not even mad at the people who are like, okay, we have to address this because it's, to ignore it, I think, is ignoring the problem, too. And we're having a large group of, uh, like, it's just something you have to address. But it just sucks that we have to, we have to even do that. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Uh, but let's move on to some music now. Do you hear Baby Keem's album? Uh, I'm about halfway through. What have you thought about the first half, at least? You it's good. I like it. I mean, his voice is a little is a little much, like... I can't listen to too many back-to-back songs. Like, I can't <laughs> listen to his whole album type thing. But there's some good ones in there so far. I just had it on the background a bit in that. Um, the, so there's some, like, good beats. And I'm not a huge fan of his voice, but it seemed like a, a decent album so far. Um, I like a couple of his other songs in that, too. Um, but, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's all right so far. Better than yeah, Certified Lover Boy. I would agree with that. I actually think he's probably dropped one of the better albums of this year. To me, the top three that I have to put from what I've listened to, it's got to be Tyler, number one, uh, Cole, I guess. Yeah, Cole, Nas, and then Baby Keem's album. Those are probably the top four um, out of order, except for Tyler's. Like, Tyler's is probably my favorite, hands down. But the other three, out of order. I'm not sure who's better than who in that instance, but... For me, yeah, I'm not a big Baby Keem fan. I only started listening to him once he dropped that song with Kendrick. So I've only really heard of him from that. And this album's pretty good. This is, I think this is his first one. It's a solid offering. I know what you mean by his, his voice, though. It can get a little bit annoying, but I do think it plays into his name of being called Baby Keem. Like, it's kind of this very juvenile and childish voice that he puts on, and his lyrics kind of follow almost the same suit. So it really does play into his name title being called Baby Keem. But as another thing for that, too, I wonder where he's going to go after this in terms of once he gets established in the game, because he seems like an artist who's going to be in the game for quite a while. 
Like he's projected to do 55,000 his first week, which is pretty good numbers for your first album um, with not much promotion, to be honest. So just off of that strength, I do think he's probably going to have longevity in this, in this, uh, in this space. But I wonder when he does get to like, you know, maybe five years in the game, I mean, it's rap. You can keep the name, but it's just going to be weird to be called Baby Keem and to kind of still be rapping in that same kind of voice, I guess. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how he kind of evolves from this. But I do like the album, and I do think it's probably one of the best ones. Um, you weren't here last week, though. So what do you think of CLB? Because I didn't really get your thoughts on it. It's Trash, funny worst you, album ever. Worst album. Yo, it's, it's funny that you mentioned it before, before, we, before the album came out and we talked about it. This guy was like, yo, I'm not really going to look forward to it or check it out. Literally 12 o'clock, whatever time it was, this guy had like three CLB posts on his Instagram about how light skinned he is and how Drake was repping for the light skins and all that shit. I, I okay, like, first of all, I only gave him credit in the first post. The rest of them were all trashing Drake after that. Yeah, that's like, true. I was like, I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to give it. And here's the thing. It has to, it lines up with like. I mean, I always, when I, when we talk, I always expect for more things to be happening in my life, for things to go better. And for like, I'm trying to get that optimistic thing, but then, <laughs> but then like, realistically that never happens. So then Drake's album drops. It's Thursday. I'm kind of manic. I'm like upbeat. It's coming. It's come out at 12. I'm not sleeping for four more hours. What else am I going to do besides listen to this album and like review it? So naturally I do it. And like, I'm in a upbeat mood. So I spend the next seven hours obsessing over how bad that album is. and. I went back and revisited it two times after and I will never play that album again. It's so bad. One of the worst commercial appearances by like any big artist and stuff. It's actually Jeez. trash, bro. It's so unlistenable. Holy shit. I fucking hate it so much. And I can't believe you put it out. Like it just blends into one. Like even when I say albums, like it sounds like one just of the same song, but like, except I hate that same song. And then like the lead, like the, the too sexy thing is like, I'm one of the people you can go with that, but like the, I don't even like the sample of that. Like the way they flipped it and everything. I, I just, I just hated it. I'm looking like it's, Oh man, it, it's, it, it was, it was bad. And I honestly, he's lost. I, I, yeah. Like I, I don't want to say I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not, I'm not trying to turn into like a hot take art. I'm so, I was like, that's why I was like pausing. I was like, ah, because I was gonna say, like, honestly, I probably won't check out his I'm gonna I'm gonna one more chance. I'm gonna give him one more chance. Um, I, but if he drops anything close to this, this is by far his worst album. Yeah, that's the thing. We listen to it because it's Drake. He's built up so much cachet with us that you, it's almost impossible not to listen. You definitely have to check it out when it comes to his albums, no matter like what he ends up putting out. So that's why when yeah, I see these numbers online. Yeah, when I see these numbers online that people are bragging about, like, yes, they're still impressive. Like, him having nine out of the ten songs on Billboard is impressive. Even though it's a week where no one really put out music, it's still an impressive feat to do. So that's a, that's a, yeah, great, like, like, that's a great accolade. But I don't think that translates to meaning that, this, that his songs are good. It just means that everyone listened because it's fucking Drake. Like, this guy has given us so much good music in the past. We're all obviously going to check out what he's put out. It's not it's not a secret on what he's going to deliver. So the fact that he's given us so much good music, like that's just what makes us really go to check it out. It's not the fact that like, Oh, this is an amazing project. Um, for me, I won't be, I'm not that harsh on it. Like I won't say it's absolute trash, but it's definitely one of his weakest albums. Some of the songs are growing on me a little bit more than they had been before, 
But there is this like there's like this air about certified lover boy that just doesn't feel real like right about it. Like to me, that product does seem lazy and it does seem like he kind of just like or we're just kind of fatigued about Drake's style. It's one of those two. But to me, like when I listen to the songs, they don't just they don't hit me the same way that they used to. It, it just seems like it's the same material over and over. And I guess maybe part of that is like we've also grown with Drake. So for him to have the exact same issues that he still had when he was 22, that, that he it, now man. has at 33 or 35, however old he is, it's like there has to be some kind of growth there a little bit. Like I would have expected him to talk about some of the bigger issues that he's facing now as like a 35-year-old man, more so than him still having the same issues that he had when he was 23. So I, I think that's probably one of the biggest issues that I have with the problem. I just don't feel like I connect to the music. And I do think that some of his delivery is a little bit off as well, too. His, his music's like devolved somehow. Like it's even, I don't know, at the point at 09, like 10, there was something like charming and kind of different about being more like emotionally connected to your music and having all these like aspects of it and being like kind of more like raw and light skinned, like, you know, just being softer or whatever. But there's some like charm to it in that. And he's dropped the charm and kept like kind of the skeezy part. But the skeezy part is just the album made me so fucking uncomfortable, man. Like the way he t- like there's so many lyrics in there that just were like, dog, you were 35 years old. This is a fucking weird thing to say. Like just the way him like talking about his child and stuff like he was grooming. Like Jake, Drake is for eugenics, basically. He was talking about like how he like was looking for the perfect woman for his like his kid. And like just the way he says it, I'm like, dude, like. Yeah, him saying that he, had to, he had to fuck a bunch of girls to get the kids. Yeah, to like, know? I was like, all right, man. I mean, we all kind of like, like, just, all right, like, just a hard pass on this. Like, you say some other shit. Like, I think he's just running out of things to talk about or, like, he just won't change his approach and that. And it just, it was, it made me, like, so uncomfortable. I just didn't, didn't like a lot of the lyrics and the, the lesbian line in that, too. Like, yeah, bro, that was just such a boomer, man. Like, none of that stuff's like funny or charming it, have you seen that clip of paul pierce when he's like do you like oral or moral support or oh yeah that was that was that, uh, that's, yeah, what, yeah, that's gonna be like, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the intro to this uh to this episode too by the way because that clip is actually disgusting like yeah but that's that's a whole drake was a whole album of that like that was a whole, whole of making me uncomfortable the way paul pierce made that waitress uncomfortable like if you like oral or moral support, all right, man. Like get this guy out of here. Um, if I was a bouncer, I'd tra- take Drake out of the fuck his own studio because he was just making me uncomfortable that whole album. Um, but yeah, I just I was not fucking with it anyway at all. I'll never go back and listen to it. I gave it two rounds. Absolutely not. Big one out of ten stars from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be that harsh. For me, it's probably six point five or seven. So oh like my that. god, I can't believe you. <laughs> I still think Drake. He still makes. He Bro. still makes good songs. They're just. It just hasn't hit with me yet. But um, like, I would expect him to be able to make that album in three days. Like, there's not like if you're like, okay, we gave him a bunch of beats and Drake had to come out in three days. Like, you don't talk about, so you don't get a fucking stupid haircut for a full year to drop that album. Yeah, to drop that album, yeah. And you, like, don't, yeah. And you don't give us, like, three years of a hiatus, essentially, because I don't consider Dark Lane demo tapes him, like, actually putting out an No, album. not at all. And that was, yeah. I'd rather, that's more listenable for me than fucking CFP. Than this, so. yeah, for sure. Um, even, his, even his features were way better than what he put on CLB. But yeah, three years from his last album to this, that's super disappointing as well, too. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned some of the lyrics though, because he talks about how much he loves his kid, but then one of the other verses he mentions like how 
he mentions like how his kid was essentially like a not, not like a fluke, but like how it's he would give, not give up his kid, but something along the lines like his kid being a fluke and like it's not really like it's not. He he he'd be upset if the girl that he he wants to talk to now kind of figured out how like he ended up getting a kid or some shit like that. Something along those lines, which is a little bit embarrassing. And then on way too sexy, th- there's another issue as well too. He says section needs more tings in here. I like it crowded, but like the use of tings was very not clear. So when I first heard it, I thought he said teens, and I was like, bro, like, <laughs> did you actually say you need teens in your section now? So I had to replay that at least like three times and then search the lyrics to figure out that he actually said tings and not teens. But it's like stuff like that. It's like with all the allegations that you've had, yeah. you kind of have to clear that up. Like you can't use a word like tings in that part of a song because it just sounds way too much like teens. But there, I, think, I think he plays into some of that a little bit too. Oh, for sure. And it's like shit like he has not tried to steer clear after all those like young people allegations the way. I would, or I think anyone normal would. I'd be like, all right, I'm only dating 15 older right now. Um, and Drake's still trying to like backtrack. And I, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be afraid. I wouldn't be surprised if I found out he had an R. Kelly type dungeon in the bottom of his basement. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, <laughs> I don't know, man. It honestly, it made me look, yeah, like it, it honestly made me reevaluate myself too. Like I'm like, is this what like like I'm too <laughs> old? To I do. A, I'm too old to be a fuck boy anymore, man. Like this is how I'm sounding. Like I've caught myself saying some shit too. I'm like, that's not cool in your 30s, bro. Like it's funny when you're 20 and 21, but like that shit's not dope. Like stay at home, have a family. Fucking monogamy is the one, and that like obviously I'll never believe in that, but like that's the reality. And you're not gonna like I've learned to be like that shit's not cool anymore. I'm like Drake. Someone's got to get in this guy's ear because I'm not trying to hear that. I don't think like his fans are really anymore either too. So it was just the whole weird pro everything about it was just disappointing and a letdown. And now I'm like, not only is it a bad album, I'm like, man, you're making it hard to be like the emoji cover art too. Yeah. I feel like that makes uh... the album very juvenile. That's why I had to change it because I was like, when you look at the cover art and you listen to the song, there's no match. Like the, the art, I would have expected it to mean something towards the album, but it doesn't really. To me, it just makes it look that much more juvenile of a album, and it doesn't really play into what he delivered or, like, what he was trying to deliver. I mean, it plays like, into what I he delivered. It, trash. Like, young, juvenile <laughs> trash. Like, I mean, that's I guess, what it, but, You should have known better. It does play into it. That's the thing. That's uh, yeah, what's I, I think it works against him more so than it helps him with it. But, yeah. For sure, I mean, it definitely is on theme. Yeah, I guess yeah. That, that's probably gonna be our last discussion on TLB because I think I've talked about it for the past. You'll never like, fucking three, hear me talk three about pods. Yeah, <laughs> never hear me talk about. We're yo. We talk about. We've talked about. I can't. We spent two years, man, talking about this nigga so much, and like yeah. But some of the years or some of those months, we kind of cooled down on. Like no, but he's something like. About him I, what would you like? I, do you think there's been a podcast where his name hasn't been mentioned? Like, yeah, there's been a there's been a few. Okay, okay, but anyways, I'm, I'm not even saying it's like a Drake stand. It's just he's part of the culture and like a Toronto-based pocket. Like it's not like we're obsessed with him, but he just is ingrained in it so much. It's, and you would be doing it a service not to talk about it that much. Yeah, but yeah. you we we did that, and it's like my life's work was for nothing. Like <laughs> you know, so just like what like that that's what we got. Like we've been talking about it, like anticipating when he's dropping. He drops a dud, we all drop a dud. So I'm a dud, you're a dud. Well, we've got something to look forward to, though. Our boy, and I'm so Please. glad you joined forces on my side on this. Oh, yeah. 
NBA <laughs> Young Boy, September 24th, dropping Sincerely Kentrell. Um, it's already in the Apple Music top 10 for, I think, hip hop or music in general. I'm not sure which one. But he's in the top 10 off of those four songs that he's already so released. So just saying so, you are. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, why are you sending this? I was like, I thought that I was excited because I thought the album dropped. You're like, no, it's already like pre-sales. I was like, well, that's why insane, though. Why, why are you saying? But like with no explanation, I'm like, what the fuck am I even looking at? And I was Dude, like, the you're, explanation you're that was much in the thing that I sent. Fuck you. And, like I like I just saw his album thing. I was like, okay, like I guess it dropped or something. Like no, it's not even out yet. It's just the pre-sales. Like how how dope is that? I'm like, all right, <laughs> man, he's a good artist. I just want he is. To I'm a stand now, but I'm not there yet. Where I'm fucking. I'm not sending you little Uzi pre-sale notices. Okay, but think about this. Apple Music Top 10. I was more so saying it because, you know, like, it's definitely those dudes who are, like, the YouTubers. Like, the yeah. house YouTube numbers are massive and all that shit. Like, people are definitely playing into the fact that he's going to be dropping an album soon. So, oh, to me, sure. it's just kind of crazy. That- even though he kills YouTube, he still does really well numbers other places. Yeah, like, yeah. He's always- but YouTube is just, YouTube's just another fucking... That's YouTube, honestly one of yeah. the weirdest. That's where like, all the hood niggas don't know insane, how to use it. Like yeah. he's out selling Drake like easily on YouTube. It's nuts. Like it's it's so weird. It's so weird. But it's honestly hilarious too. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> YouTube's free, you don't have to pay for it. It's all you got to pay to stream those numbers. So I know, all his just... uh, all those hood niggas. That's what that's what they listen to. <laughs> yeah. the I always so I always YouTube. picture we talk about Young Boy. I always picture people. <laughs> playing his video with the YouTube holding the TV with like their full yeah. hands right in front of their face. I, oh, every time you say his that name, I just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> the young boy memes are so funny. Um, so I just picture that. But no, I'm on, man, like, oof, I, I'm definitely fucking with that album and him as an artist now. He's, um, there's just something like, he's still like endearing too. Like when, when I can actually understand what he's saying and then when I can't understand what he's saying, I still am like, he probably said something dope. So, I'm 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 definitely a fan and Toxic I got on Toxic Punk really late. I know it dropped a while and I heard it when it first came out, but I just actually listened listened to it and it's number one in my rotation the last like two weeks. You have you heard of hold on, what's the song that, that I listened to? You should check out um Territorial. I went and got yeah, I went and got. Ton- I have tons of like almost all his music now on my Spotify. The last yeah. like month, I've gone and just started like downloading everything. Man, like I said in the past, he can actually rap. It's just the fact that sometimes you can't understand his voice because he's southern, so it's a little bit hard to distinguish. Oh, but when you yeah. actually can take in his lyrics, like he's spitting real shit. Like he's not just it, saying a bunch of bullshit on his songs. Even when you can't, like, there's still like just that. I don't know. Sometimes it, if there's something like even like with poetry and stuff like. The, 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 you're, you're lying to yourself if you don't like say you pick everything up you don't have to either like you don't yeah, have yeah, to catch yeah. every word like there's nothing like not everything moves you in that but there's like something about the way he raps that's super poetic and authentic and genuine too that yeah. like is it, it's very that's the one that was, it's very poetic the way he says like the way he talks and the way he um um, he kind of raps when he gets in his like his his mode. So yeah, I'm a I'm a big big fan, and he's helping me. Uh, that song's helping me with some some getting through some hard times, you know. For sure. <clears throat> uh, so I we're we're move- we're, sta- we're a young boy stand podcast now. Drake's yeah, like I mean, in the backseat. <laughs> we're we're all gonna our, get the all YouTube numbers. Gonna be about him. 
Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we gotta get this podcast on the YouTube. We'll just have we'll hashtag it NBA Young Boy Podcast and we'll get all the views <laughs> on YouTube. Fucking... Yo, that might work though. I'm not even yeah, lying. I know that it might some, work. Do you hear real. Canadian niggas are talking about YouTube about Young Boy now? Like Canadian niggas are doing it. Like we'll help them go international. Literally every episode, just tag a minute, regardless of what the fuck we're talking about. Bro, just for sure. There'll be some like dudes in like young boy. fucking the South. They'd be like, wow, these guys talk so different. Like, no, you talk different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of Canadians, though, we have the elections coming up. I still do not have any clue on who the hell we- they're vote for because all tell these. About, tell them about our, that I've convinced of them of our method now, though. Oh, I've yeah. told you how to vote. <laughs> so so all all the candidates are pretty shit and i don't really have any any leaning towards voting for any of them because all their policies they have stuff that i do like but then they'll have some other bullshit that i'm not really for at all so gabe has convinced me because pre, <laughs> pre-podcast we were, we we're talking about some of this stuff in production and He's convinced me to turn into a one-issue voter going <laughs> Single forward. Single-issue voter, baby. <laughs> it's made his life so much more easier on how he's going to vote. And honestly, in this election, I might do the same because I really had no idea who I'm going to vote for. And I'm probably just going to choose what issue I think is going to affect me the most and just go for that because I, I literally don't know who I want to pick. Everyone seems like they're garbage. Like, it's embarrassing on the options that we have to go forward on this. But... I, yeah, I'm going to be a single issue voter from now <laughs> Now on. we just have to find your, your issue. But I'm telling you, man, okay, so here's the only problem with this. Because if, if, you, if we outright knew that the, he would actually take 20 grand off student loans, you would- Just being Jagmeet Singh, by the way. You, yeah, you would 100% be NDP. Like, don't even lie to people. If you knew right now, six months from now, he wins, and a year from now, there's 20 grand off your student loans, you were voting NDP. Even if he bans abortion- he is pro 9-11. He brings back murder. He brings back the purge. If he takes $20,000 off your student loan, you are voting NDP. And do not lie to the people. I mean, not with all those stipulations, because I don't want to I don't want to come in the pot and say I, I I'm all for that shit. But I will I will definitely admit that if he did clear off 20 racks, a hundred percent I'd vote for him because if it was guaranteed that he was doing that. That would clear away my debt. I would actually be richer at that point if they gave me the money, if that's how it works. It would, that's but, life-changing shit. But yeah, right I there. would like, be, yeah. If they, <laughs> if, they, if they took off 20 racks, I would 100% do it because then I'd, uh, I'd be out of debt and I'd be richer if they gave me the money. So yes, I would definitely do that shit. But that's a problem, though. We don't know if he's going to actually do it. But if well, he did... One, he's not going to win, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. This, is, this is what the part with Canadian... Because <laughs> people want to make give shit to the... Um, Americans with the two, but we follow the same trend too. We only vote for two parties mostly. Like, yeah, there's no like we know now. Basically, like I'm I'm gonna vote NEP. I'm throwing my my vote away. It's not really throwing uh, it away though. I don't like people using that language either. But it's not a throwaway <laughs> vote because if more people thought yeah, outside of the lines, we would have change that occurs instead of people just being like, no, we need to vote conservative because the liberals are trash, or we need to vote liberal because the conservatives are trash. So it's not a throwaway vote. You're just voting for your interest, which makes the most sense, to be honest. More people should do that, but they don't. More people fall into the line of, oh, I think that these guys are going to win, so I'm just going to vote for them because I think they're going to win. So that's more bullshit and less democratic than what you're doing. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm going to, I'm just being like facetious. Like, obviously, I'm going to vote and I'm decide. I mean, there's lower level governments and like in my city and stuff, there's a good chance NDP actually does win. 
there was one but, year where they came real close to getting a majority, though. I think it was I, Jack Layton who was in who was who was the leader. Yeah. I think that year they actually almost won, if I'm not mistaken. It's yeah, and it's only it's like I mean, it's still honestly, it's still kind of a good feeling, even knowing that it, it is, it does suck and it's not ideal, but at least to know that maybe it's sometime in our lifetime that we can get like someone a third party and stuff like that. Um is kind of more it's not as like distant feels as shit like the states does sometimes or like hopeless. Um, so I prefer it the way it is that way over the States, but it does have its drawbacks too, but I'm going NDP this time. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not that much of an informed voter. I'm trying to, I'm volunteering with NDP right now too, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, I don't think even if he did when we get that, but I'm also a pessimistic person. I don't know exactly how that would even win, but I, I'm just like kind of, just just like over politics in general so um yeah <laughs> i'm just like fuck let's try something different let's let's you know like sh- i'm gonna shoot my shot i'm gonna take that half court shot when they are you know when they offer you like here's a thousand or twenty thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like fuck it one army from the court, other yeah. end of the court yeah i'm like that's my life shit man like <laughs> i need to hail mary to fix things so <laughs> I'm just, I'm, that's my philosophy now I'm taking oh my god life's one big hail mary for me i'm fucking yo the, that's so I'm funny in the thing i've heard in a while everyone so <laughs> i need a hail mary to fix things <laughs> jesus uh, <laughs> you know how disarrayed your life has to be yeah. for that to be your situation man Bro, like, for real. Even bro. on like the smaller things, you're like, nah, I need a Hail Mary, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I need a Hail Mary for this. <laughs> yeah, going to the subway to pay for my meal. This is a Hail Mary. <laughs> my fake card. Works. Yeah, this card might or might not work. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're that's to God at this point. Hail Mary. That goes through a fucking Hail Mary. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, but that's absolute facts right now. So. Yeah, but so I'm, I, I'm on this mode, but yeah. I guess I got to find my one, my one uh, issue. In this, in this yeah, you got to, you got to have our single. We got, we've got to decide on your single issue vote for next week. Yeah. Because when, when is when it's on the twentieth? It's on the twentieth. Yeah, five days from now. First? No, I think it's on the twentieth, man. <clears throat> no, because the twentieth. It's not Friday. Wait, what month is no, this? No, 20th. <laughs> My calendar's still on March. <laughs> Hail Mary for picking which day it is, too. Right, yo, right, this right. man said, yo, it's not Friday. I'm looking at I'm looking at September's calendar, and it says the 20th is a Monday. This nigga said, yo, it's not I'm Friday. On, oh, shit, on my calendar's on March. <laughs> I was on oh, man. That's the last time I looked at my calendar. Oh, my God. Oof. Oof. I love how I went to a paper calendar too instead of looking. My yeah, instead of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Uh, yeah, lick my fingers. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, it's on, it's on Monday. It's on Monday. It's literally on Monday. Voter. Okay, well, you have to let us know what your single issue vote was. Don't even tell us who you voted for. Tell us yeah, who just put the, yeah, just put the issue. And then yeah. we have, yeah, then, then I have to see if I know enough that I even know what that meant. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I might just go PPC, bro, because we have the same letters in my name. So. Oh God, isn't that like the like super conservative one? Yeah, they're like they're an offshoot of conservative. They just com- 
they're like the libertarian essentially is what you'd kind of vote for them because they want no government really involved in anything were they the ones like throwing rocks at trudeau and shit and like uh i don't know if it was them but it might have been yeah yeah it was and did you see that one guy try to fight trudeau today on (laughs) the bus no i didn't what the fuck hey trudeau had a good clap back too because the guy was like he was outside and he was screaming at Trudeau. And he's like, come fight me, buddy. Like, what a fucking goof, man. Like, not, yeah, I'm not defending fight the Trudeau prime minister. here. You're a 40-year-old man pacing back and forth in a parking lot trying to fight the prime minister. Like, how pathetic are you? Like, imagine. You should be so embarrassed. But anyways, and then Trudeau's like, he's like, shouldn't you be outside of a hospital protesting something right now? <laughs> oh, that's I thought it was a good clap back. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah, right? And everyone's good. like. I'm like, okay, you obviously, like, you can't, when people fucking, when I get roasted by people I don't like, like, I still admit it. I'm like, yeah, you got me. Like, I got got good by many, many of people who I do not like. Many Um, women. Many women. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, And then, so, what was I going to say? Yeah. So, and then everyone on the six buzz or whatever is like, oh, like, why isn't he being professional and stuff? I'm like, yo. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I need to get off six buzz comments. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not only the internet, but it's six buzz comments. Of course, it's going to be. I know. It's weird, though, because, like, some some things, yeah, some things go one way, and then other things go completely other way. It's weird how that works. Uh, Oh, it's all commenting stuff. It's all about who gets there first and two. Yeah, I think think that's what it, yeah. It takes a couple upvotes for it to get, like, a couple likes, and then people were like, oh. Like then I made people a just joke. lean that way, yeah. I made a joke about like I made a joke about the Boston Marathon bomb on one of the comments, and and then I made the same joke somewhere else, and it got like so many likes on one, and the other one was like, "You're a fucking psychopath, buddy." <laughs> and then <laughs> it was like something about marathons, and it was like a super offside joke about they should have bombed the ending or something like that. And it got like three thousand likes on one side, and then I made it again because I'm like, "This is fire." And then the other yeah. one's like, like, get help, dude. Like, get off the comments. Stop talking about terrorists. I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh, man. So, two, two yeah, anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, uh, we should talk about that later. But yeah, um, it's just nuts. Like, what, what were we even, why are we talking about Trudeau, single issue voter? Yeah. You'll let us know next week. Yeah, I'll uh, post something up too as well. So. Mm hmm. We should have really this not come down to ride this campaign thing and more for the podcast. I got to come up with a meme now. <laughs> it's going to be that video of me dancing in the Mm-mm. fucking, or of you dancing in Mm-mm. Centennial College's studio <laughs> booth, and you're just going to put some bullshit music over it and then be like, I, I did more for them. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, first, I've retired that same that. clip been, that you always use. Okay. I retired that one. I've been using other <laughs> memes. Okay. Two, you you always forget to acknowledge that we were in a pandemic. I don't have content. Like, I had to you use make that it. Same in, you can make it in your house. You can make it when you go outside. Ah, man, it's like yeah, but we're in. It's we're inside in a pandemic. Like we're just yeah. Okay. Twenty twenty, so- I'll give you a pass. Twenty twenty one, I won't give you a pass because now we've been yeah. outside for a while now. So true. Like we saw everyone's beards coming in and stuff like that. Like I needed that full year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't want to post jack shit when i was going through <laughs> yeah of your, and like fucking others had me out yes yeah, others had me out here <laughs> doing videos for his for his betting page i had a full-on like nasty ass beard and my fucking hair was a mess i love how not shaving wasn't shaving wasn't an option though like Southers made me do this <laughs> you I mean, you I, well, now i know what I, you're saying yeah I, well for one i have sensitive skin and then two like 
I just I like getting it done by the barber rather than me doing it because it's like I wasn't going anywhere, so it's like there's no point in me shaving the looks. Well, I I would shave the neck at least, but I wasn't gonna shave off the rest of my beard because I only have one level for it, so I couldn't do the yeah. Shit. <laughs> so it's like I'm not I'm not going bare faced. Fuck that. So yeah, I know, I know. It's but still just funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um also real quick before we wrap up, uh shout outs to Western University and not shout outs in a good oh, way. Whoa, wait, um, what? Okay, I said not shout outs in a good way. Um, <laughs> Big ups outs- to your rape cases. No, shout outs to the students who planned the walkout and they walked out off the university. That's what I was giving the shout out to. So uh they had a ton of sexual allegations come out. I think it was like 30. Because shout uh, out to them. No, I said shout outs to the kids who walked out. Shout out to, to Western. There's so many sexual assault allegations. I probably should clarify that before. <laughs> Big up. I meant to say I meant to say shout out to the students for walking out during their their or for planning the walkout or uh of walking off on campus. Whatever, man. Um but no, sexual assault is serious and it shouldn't be joking about. Um so yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, allegations have come out, and I honestly believe it because I know Western's a huge party school, and it is primarily a lot of dudes who go out there. So um, I, I do believe that a lot of this stuff happens because I've been a part of like crazy ass frost weeks um, where yeah. things have gone like south and stuff like that. I think that. we've all I've seen, seen it on a lower too. level. Yeah, so I wouldn't so be surprised. Dude, so one of the students actually died, though, during an assault. And it was a 20-year-old, 21-year-old dude who wasn't even, who didn't even go to the school. Like, yeah, so he was killed, but they, it was a manslaughter. Someone purposely killed him, though, they just said today. Yeah, yeah, it was a manslaughter, yeah. But even still, like, that's fucked up. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, oh yeah. The, yeah, it was, like, you, I, they think they said, like, it was a murder. Um, no, no, it was a manslaughter. It was a manslaughter. Well, that's what I meant. Like, it was, I was oh, I heard it, like, but someone, like, purpose. did they know who did it? Well, I don't know well, if the like, man can identify. They just said it was a 21-year-old man. And it was, from what I've read, because I haven't read too oh, much in this story. I'm just The 21-year-old person is the person who did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 18-year-old oh, one who's, okay. So I didn't know died. that. Yeah, it was an 18-year-old kid. I thought you were saying the kid was actually 21. Yeah, no, no, so no, no. I was a first-year kid. Man, imagine you can't even make it through your first week. Like, you get yeah, dummy by something. crazy, bro. Yeah. Uh, so like, rest in peace to him. Did they say anything? Like, was it a fight? And he just got, like, punched? Like, so, I don't know. Or... The story that I'm, I've only read one story, so I can't, can, like, comment on what actually went down. All I know is that it was, uh, let me see if I can find another one. But all I know is that it was manslaughter. So it happened during the assault. Um, uh, okay. Man, that's what, honestly, all those, I wonder if it was just a fight and he, people fucking get knocked out and don't wake up again, but. Who knows what happened? But yeah, yeah that so would definitely suck. Gabriel Neal, 18 years oh. old, rest in peace. Um, first year kinesiology student. So it happened off campus. Oh, I guess he got beat up or something. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, they don't have the full story. So I think it was just like he got beat up off campus and he ended up dying from his injuries. So that man, you get punched the wrong way, you hit your head on the concrete or whatever, and like people don't realize how much just like stuff that's like a basic fight um, end up like that. Because uh, I had a guy I went to school with that happened to him too. He just got punched like they're squaring up, he got hit and hit his head on the bat on the ground and never woke up. Um, yeah. <laughs> so 
those dangers out there. Weston's obviously got to get their stuff together too. Though. Yeah, like the school's definitely <clears throat> got to go after all these people who sexually assaulted women as well too. Because thirty is a lot. That's that's one is too many. Obviously, thirty is insane. Like that's ridiculous. I mean, so, but it's not that hard hard to believe though, because you look at the statistics of people who do women report sexually yeah. assaulted and stuff yeah. in their life. To the idea that like it's, I honestly this probably happens on more campuses. It's just. Western has hasn't been, more yeah. like there's some brave women too coming up. So uh, it's good that yeah. they can come out and talk about it and that. But yeah, I definitely going to college and experiencing that. I don't think anyone has ever been there and can look at it with a realistic eye would be like, this stuff doesn't happen. So yeah. I, do you think though, part of it too is part of like, they've basically been off campus for like two years now. People are coming in with the extra rage. Yeah, 100%. Because we saw the same thing happen with sports as well, too, where yeah. when people got let back into those arenas. They started acting a fool once they were able to get alcohol and, like, all that pent-up aggression and whatever. Whatever feelings that they had during the pandemic and they're just letting them out, like, they started acting way worse. So I think this definitely plays into it as, as well, too. It's like, you probably weren't on campus for an extended amount of time. Now you're back. You're back partying with all your friends and shit, and you just want to, like, live life to whatever – extent that you think it is so you're getting way too drunk and way too high on whatever stuff and you're just acting even more of a fool than you normally would because of all that so that's not an excuse at all because obviously you shouldn't do that regardless but i do think that probably plays into it a little bit as well too so yeah oh people especially those like those kids like if you're going fresh freshman year and stuff <clears throat> they missed their yeah, last you're year already yeah exactly you're already like fucked up off of that shit too yeah they already, and when you're like, younger they, you don't really think as much either so no i mean we already did yeah but they're already thinking they missed the, like best years of whatever it's supposed to be their life so yeah so yeah hopefully western can get it resolved uh shout out to the women who've come out and spoken about it because that's one of the hardest things to do you go through something that traumatic it's not easy to go out and tell people so i, I always see this online where people are like well why don't they just talk to the police? Why don't they just say it? Like, that shit's not easy. There's a huge amount of trauma that comes from doing something like that. And it's not something that you can easily bring up to, to other people. Like, it, it yeah. fucks with your mind and it fucks with who you view yourself as as a person. And it's not easy for, it's not easy for men to understand because we don't, we never have to think about that shit. Like, I always mention how when you go on a date with a girl, like, she's got to think about her being safe. And that's, like, probably one of the biggest reasons why um women might not even go out with certain men is because like that's why i don't feel unsafe sorry keep going yeah sorry if you make her feel unsafe or you're um or you're creepy or you give her some kind of creepy vibe she's gonna instantly say no because she has to protect herself at the end of the day and it's something that guys don't have to think about you don't have to think about being sexually assaulted by another dude you don't have to think about a woman sexually assaulting you when you go on a date you don't have to think about possibly being killed on a date you don't have to think about being hurt on a date so there's a lot of things that we don't take into consideration that women have to and this is another instance in where women do deal with something that we just will never understand and that's not to say that obviously there are the men who do get raped but like the situation that they go through <laughs> is definitely way different than the assaults that we go through it's a whole other yeah definitely and like that's why I even like i try to be considered even when i'm first like hanging and talking out to girls with girls and stuff like i won't ask them on dates that won't wouldn't make them like comfortable and stuff like unless like somehow like i'm not gonna like we're just talking casually and at first like i'm not gonna like, come over you know what i mean like for the first date and stuff like i get it or like i'm not gonna like let's go to this hike that no one knows where you are type thing too and like the consideration of it you know what i also do too i hate like i always try to i'm following like have you ever been behind a girl and you keep like doing the same turns 
Oh, yeah, yeah, fucked. yeah. I hate doing that because I'm like, yo, I know yeah, I'm, I'm making her feel uncomfortable. Yeah, some shit. I have to cross the street. Like, I remember, I got always, I would go out and run and do the same run as this one girl. And I was like, fuck, I always see her. Like, she probably thinks I'm like stalkier. So I'd always try to like wait till she go far ahead because I'm like, I don't want to make her uncomfortable. Um, so you just have to consider, we don't go through it. I don't think about that shit. Like, you don't have to really think about that stuff. So it's just one of the, one of the examples that you have. Yeah, but that, yeah, no, for sure. It's a very also you, it's a very black like like sexual assault is also a very he said she said word, and a lot of times just if there's not like full on penetration, there's not a lot of evidence in that too. So it's just such a yeah. for all the people. I think the statistic was for all the people who think like I think it was like maybe three percent of rapes have actually been proven as false or whatever, like a girl lying, but like. 78% of them don't even get brought to the to the police or the courts and that. So like for people yeah. like that one guy's always like, yo, like what about the fake cases and stuff? It's like, okay, well, that's actually like literally that's only three to five percent of it. Whereas like 80% of women have been sexually assaulted and not actually had that like it's still way more of a higher number. Not to say that that's okay or anything, but reality is they live in a much scary place, much more scary place than we do. For sure. Uh, there's yeah there's a lot of nuance and like skewed numbers as well too because of the fact that people are underreporting how many times like what's actually happened to them and stuff like that um so and, and a lot of it as well too is like even cops just being like well i don't like even cops sometimes don't even believe that things happen like that and they just don't care about the case whatsoever so it is uh it is such a fucked up situation that does need to be handled in a better light going forward as well too um but yeah, uh, I guess that's pretty much it for in terms of the Western part of the pod. Fuck, there was something you mentioned that, oh yeah, you were talking about like walking behind a girl. Like even when I'm walking beside a woman, like if we're walking for an extended period of time and I'm walking beside her, like like we've been beside each other for a while, like even I'll like slow down just so that she doesn't think that like I'm following her or shit like that. Or like, oh yeah, sometimes I'll cross sure. the street to do that too. So that's another thing that I came up with. Uh, real quick though before we cut off the podcast because we're pretty much at the end so this has been jumping around because diddy commented last night on the jaw rule and fat joe versus which i had jaw rule winning because it seemed like he had way more hits and just fat joe couldn't keep up with it um at least for the parts i saw because i didn't see the second half but uh for what i saw that's what it seemed like but diddy commented saying that he would only do a versus against dr dre in which Jermaine Dupree responded and said he would go up against Diddy. And then Diddy thought wind of that as well, too. But he said that Jermaine just doesn't have the catalog in order to compete with him. And he would only do it against Dr. Dre. Uh, who would you want to see? Would you want to see Diddy versus Dre? Do you think Jermaine Dupree could hold his own against him? Who do you think? I don't even get like, but Diddy's like, what? Like, what exactly? Diddy's not even really a producer. Well, no, like, he is yeah, a, what do you mean? He is a producer. But just like lots of those, like lots of the ones he made, like he had a ghost writer and a ghost producer and stuff. Like Diddy's musical, JD is a better musical talent than Diddy, like and a better producer. Diddy's Diddy's always been the fucking money funder and stuff like that. Like he's always everyone's always known that Diddy doesn't actually do most of the work, the the lyrics, the yeah. rapping, the producing. I mean, the lyrics and the rapping, yeah, but I don't know about the. 
I think he did. He didn't. He do some of the producing though, like not just funding it, but like he's yeah, he done. has. But like you know, it's the same way. I don't know. I just never, honestly, I've never put Diddy in that same. Like I just put him as an entertainer. You know what I well, mean? Well, he's got he's got the catalog though. So regardless of how you feel on what he's producing or not, it's based off of his pr- production credits, and he does have quite a huge yeah, credit. and he has fucking classic songs and stuff too. I honestly, I would love to. I don't know. I think JD's really fallen off. Like, I mean, I don't know exactly what his producing and stuff's been like, but man, JD was the guy for a while there. Like, he was fucking having all the, the he was running 106 in Park with all those kids and producing and that. And like, he actually seemed like a, everyone vouched he's a really good producer in that. But yeah, I think he's lost too much steam to really, um, the last like 10 years, I would say after like 2010s, um, to, to hang with Diddy on like a versus type thing. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. To me, I don't think that matters because most of their songs are definitely going to come from the past. So he's he's also got a pretty big catalog as well, too. Of yeah, but I'd say we're, we're talking about well. we're talking about performing and like all of that. Just like Diddy's a natural performer too. Like versus, it's not. I think like Jermaine Dupri's a natural performer, but I a think performer Jermaine that hasn't really been perform. in the lights for ten years. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. You're still playing your old hits. I know, but Diddy, I've when was the last time Diddy did a minutes of, like, like I said, I think JD's more talented even. But I think just with the way Versus is set up and that part of it's like your current popularity and stuff too. And Diddy's just a but way. But Diddy doesn't have energy. that much popularity currently either, though. That's the thing. I mean, so everyone nobody like all like Bo and those guys don't know who the fuck JD is. Like the Gen Z yeah, and stuff. So did- Bo doesn't know who Diddy is either, though. They, but they know everyone still knows who Mr. Diddy is. Like he knows, he knows who he is in terms of his name. He doesn't know what he's done, though. U.S. U.S. Bo I'm was saying, songs he's like, been on. He definitely Diddy was still know doing making the band is. after like 2010. I still don't think that's enough, uh, though. Like you're both of them are going to be pulling from their old catalog. That's why I don't get your argument here because they're not they're not pulling from like 2010 shit or 2020 shit. They're all going to pull from their old like, shit anyway. So it's definitely going to be an old head. Like the people who've listened to Diddy are pretty much the same people who've listened to, uh, who listened to JD for the most part. Like there's going to be a lot of overlap in terms of the songs that they put out. I personally think like, that like JD, I think JD could hold his own against Diddy. I still think Diddy has a bigger catalog of way more songs to pull from. But I think that works against you in a versus where you have to pick 20 of your best. That's a hard thing to do when you've got a huge catalog of full of hits. Whereas I think on JD's and he does have a huge catalog. It's not as big as Diddy's, but I think he'll be able to find 20 really good songs a lot easier than Diddy could find 20 really good songs. So I think that works in his favor as well, too. So I would, I would be for it. Um, I don't think that like, like Dre doesn't have some of the like feature or like remix rich stuff that like Diddy has. I mean, obviously, those two would be number one to watch in a versus. That'd be really good versus to watch. But I see people saying that Diddy would, like, destroy Jermaine Dupree, and I don't think so. I think JD could kind of hold his own against Diddy. I think it'd be closer than a lot of people think. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, like Diddy's still, like, he's a, he's a judge. He was a judge on the shows. Like, he's just, I think he's more of a natural entertainer. And, like, that's always been his thing. Like, he's not a musician. He's just been a straight entertainer. So I just really think he would give jd that work on that stage um with that so that's where I'm, and i'm just i don't know he, like J, did he still have like what i'm coming home's like that's like a number one song that was like in the last 10 years and like 
had all that other stuff like he's on making like those band shows and whatever america's got talent and shit like i'm just he has way more relevance now like I'm, you're insane that it, you think it's I'm like not this- saying that he doesn't. I'm just saying I don't think that's going to factor into when they're just talking just about straight music. No one's no one's going into the verses it, it, it being like, oh, then. I saw like it's a- I saw being- Diddy is- on America's Got Talent, so I'm going to vote well, for look, Diddy. Look at look at everyone's already saying, Gabe, you have a legitimate argument for JD, but you're, everyone is already just saying Diddy because he's yeah. Diddy. Everyone's saying Diddy because no, everyone's saying Diddy because of his fucking catalog. Like Diddy has one of the greatest catalogs because- ever. Because of the fucking entertainer, man. He's Diddy. No, it's, JD because, of has fucking, it's because of the music that he's worked JD on. JD has number one. Because of the music that one. he's worked on. <laughs> he hasn't worked on shit. He's just there. <laughs> okay, man. Whatever. I hope. I wish there was an older demographic that would come after you and roast you after listening to this. I, I know. What do you mean? I'm not the things. I'm the one who said. I'm literally saying JD has can can hold up with them and stuff too. I like I grew up. Nah, but I feel like everyone. you're disrespecting Diddy at the same time too by saying that he's. I am, there. but that's this is what every old head would disrespect Diddy <laughs> on. He never made music. He was just there. He was an entertainer. He was a dancer. He had ghost producers and writers. Is what I'm saying. I know he, like he definitely whole, had ghost writers for sure. I'm not he any good, but this, okay. Even if it's not true, everyone's always said Diddy's done nothing but been an entertainer, a shucking and jiving man, singing the lyrics and ripping off Biggie. All right, old heads used to despise Diddy, man. Like I'm a Diddy stan. Like I'd love. He's he's an entertainer. I love entertainers. Don't write your music. Don't whatever. I don't care. I was I was doing the D the I the D D Y dance with Pharrell the whole time. Like it was there. Little eight year old me. Like I love doing the R Kelly dance too. Yeah, I was man. I was fucking remix ignition. I will never stop dancing that either. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly I got in like a heated argument with um someone over that i'm like i'm not i'm like i don't care this man could start at world war ii and i'm not taking remix of the ignition off, off of your phones i will oh, not man. i will not i don't fucking care what this man i don't this is the one thing it's one literally the greatest song probably ever made so i'm not i, I don't care like he's not getting royalties he's in jail like i'm playing that banger of a song i'm sorry like oh, i'll, I'll i take the stand with everything else but remix like ignition <laughs> no no I mean, yeah, we all we all make uh, we all make those sacrifices. So, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. All right, that'll do it for episode one hundred and three of the Pops Culture Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms: iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, and Amazon Music. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.